It's 9.30 on a Monday morning, and that means it's time for Food Talk. I'm Marianne Myers, and I am joined by phone with my ever-fabulous co-host, Linda Perkins. Good morning, Linda. Good morning. I've got my pledge drive apron on. Really? How does that differ? (laughs) Well, uh, wow, that's a good question. (laughs) I hope it has, like, really big pockets so you can put all all, the money in it. it. it's green. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and that was just by chance, but I'm lucky. <laughs> oh. You know, Marianne, supporting KMUN is very delicious. It is so delicious. <laughs> hey, you know, I was thinking this morning that um, food is, you know, I mean, we all know that food is a whole lot more than just fuel for our bodies. And it seems to me like uh, the radio station is the same in that it, connects us through all kinds of things besides just the information that we get it you know especially when we're we're not when we have actually physically getting together taken away from us it's really you know what that's but that's a really good point because like you can eat food and have substance and it's that's its basic purpose you know I've got I've got a stepson who just loves to eat tuna fish out of the can. Um, sometimes he crushes up some Doritos in it, and I'm just like, oh my gosh! But he's like, food is fuel, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but we heard you're that. Totally, yeah, but you're totally right. You can just turn on, you know, something, and it, it's 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 music or it's like company. You know what I mean? Like yes. it's just noise in the house. It's company. But but I I really. One of the biggest things I love about KMUN is that that it doesn't just it's not just there, but I, I really feel that it kind of feeds our souls. You know what I mean? Yes. Does that sound too hokey? It's just <laughs> it's so much. I love having it on in the house, and it's not just for company, but it just kind of makes the house a home. Yeah. Because there, there's all kinds of things on there when I'm listening to words coming out of the radio that tie me to the community and tie me to the area and give me you know, information uh, about things that are really local and artists and music and everything. And then it just went, when music is playing, it's so diverse and it's so lovely. It just, it just, um, it really does feed my soul. And I'm just worried I'm going to sound hokey when I say that, but I love it. KMUN. Yeah, me too. And I think the familiar voices for me um, in times of not actually socially together all the time, having those familiar voices in my home with me is very comforting. Yeah. Uh, it's very yeah. comforting. I feel like I, I have company in my house, people I know. Yeah. Um, and especially yeah. people that you wouldn't normally purposefully socialize with. Do you know what I mean? Like the other day, I'm like, oh, Sarah Myers. Oh, I used to run into her all the time. Uh, you know, <laughs> but, but, you know, it, it's a way to almost um, run into people like you used to. Yeah, you know, no, I think it's, it, it has become important in a whole new way because of the pandemic, uh, a, a whole new aspect of, of the yeah, importance yeah. of the radio station. I, and I want to take a quick sec and remind people that um, it is, is extremely uh, important, but also fabulously appropriate uh, to <laughs> pledge your support right now to the the financial health of this fabulous community radio station. And you can do that in a variety of ways. Um, the easiest and uh, quickest way would be to go to kmun.org and click on the donate button. And you can do a uh, uh, sustaining membership there where you just automatically set it up to happen every month or you could do a one-time donation um, 
it's just quick and easy and it allows you to do it, you know, without having to pick up a phone or put a stamp on an envelope. However, you could put a stamp on the, on an envelope, right, Linda? Yes, I could. <laughs> <laughs> if only I had a stamp. <laughs> yeah. And then you could mail it to our, our post office box, which is um, P.O. Box 269 in Astoria, Oregon, 97103. That's an easy way to donate. Um, on, on the website, you know, um, since we haven't, excuse me, had as many people in the station over the last year and a half, they've really done a lot of upgrading. And, and one thing they've worked on is the website. And so if you click on the donate button at KMUN.org, there's just so many different ways that you can pay if you want to donate. So um, there's there's ways that have absolutely no fee for us, the station. Um, bill pay is, is um, on the donate button, and that's a way that if you donate $100, we get $100. Of course, um, cash or check also works that way. Um, but there's so many other ways. There's there's ACH, there's text to donate, just a, a whole slew of different ways that you can donate money. And so whatever is most convenient for you, um, um, you can you can do. That's and, right. And um, some of those things, I don't even know what they are, but other people do. <laughs> if you <laughs> have other, them, you know what they yeah, are. <laughs> yes, and other people have money, so. <laughs> <laughs> and if you want to, uh, if your comfort zone is talking to an actual live person, uh, you can call on weekdays during business hours, 503-325-0010, and somebody will pick up the phone and help you. Be uh, hmm. patient about that because we no longer are able to have uh, armies of volunteers come into the station and help with pledge drive like we used to in the old days. Um, so you may have to uh, be a little bit patient to get through or to be on hold for a sec while uh, somebody gets to you, but you're welcome to call uh, weekdays during business hours. So I, I want to, uh, we have somebody to thank Linda, and it's someone, uh, we had a few people who were really proactive and more than a few, we had quite a handful of people who yeah. uh, pledged ahead of uh, pledge drive of the official pledge drive week. And, um, Sean and Anne from Astoria uh, called out, I think, Food Talk. Uh, I believe I got a message from Emma at the station that uh, uh, we were specifically called out as something that they listened to. So, oh, you know, Sean and Anne are not on our official list of, volunteer, of, of, of fans. So, I'm, mm. you know, I'm thinking maybe at the end of Pledge Drive, we may have bumped up into double digits. Who knows? <laughs> That's pretty exciting. <laughs> but thank you on behalf of the entire community, Sean and Anne, for your uh, support. <laughs> well, well I, I really appreciate that. You know what? I think I want to tell Sean and Anne about some smoothies I made this week. What did you do? <laughs> uh, well, um, for a long time, I didn't make smoothies because Dale said he didn't like yogurt and I just kind of fell away from it. But um, the other day, it just sounded good. So I made um, a blackberry blueberry smoothie, Ooh. you know, just super simple, just with um, banana and yogurt. And then um, I have a high powered blender, which really makes making a smoothie great because it pulverizes the ice. You don't have to say any prayers. You don't have to sprinkle <laughs> holy water on the thing to get it to top up some ice. You know, it just does it without any prodding. But um, uh, we have been trying to get off the petrochemical bandwagon and the plastic bandwagon. Those are our two big goals for the first part of this 
decade, and and um, we've been real good about getting rid of internal combustion engines. And and that, and that man, we have just been trying with plastic. So, um, uh, I found, I saw this straw. It was just sitting on the windowsill, you know, and and it was um, kind of hard, and it looked kind of like a permanent straw. It was plastic, but it was it was harder. And so I thought that Dale had just bought. Um, like a permanent straw, you know, we, yeah. we tried the metal ones. We don't like them. They make our teeth like, <laughs> I, I don't, don't like, like them, them either. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so I thought it was something that he found and, and just on the off chance, you know, that it'd been there longer than I'd noticed. I, I rinsed it out and I put it in um, his smoothie and I gave it to him and I drank, drank mine without a straw. But after a while, you know, he was um, in the other room and I brought it to him in there. He came back in and he had like a big old question mark up above his head, you know. <laughs> and, and he said, where did you get this straw? And I'm like, um, I thought that you put it on the windowsill there, you know, in the kitchen. And he said, oh, well, that's the um, the plunger for the soap dispenser. <laughs> oh Not plunger, but what's that straw thing that it sips yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. soap out from under the sink, you know. Yeah. I don't know what that's, but that's what it was. <laughs> How was the smoothie? <laughs> oh, oh, it was uh, not as memorable as the straw. And so, so anyway, so now I'm not making smoothies anymore. <laughs> You're off them again. Oh, my God. <laughs> it was too traumatic. We yes. can't have those. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, kitchen confidential. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, it is uh, transition season for food that's available locally. Although I got to say there's fresh local corn right now. Really? Yes. I haven't seen it. I missed it. Okay, I'll look. Glory Bee Farm. uh, Okay. And really delicious. And it seems to me kind of late for it. On the other hand, we've, unlike many other places, even in Oregon, we have had a very cool summer. We had like uh, a couple of memorable days and the rest of the time we've just been <laughs> hovering in the 60s, which is not corn weather, yeah. uh, but um, I'm pretty excited about it. And I have no like big secret thing to do with corn because I know it's only going to be around for a couple of weeks and so we're just eating corn on the cob as fast as we can. So good. Yeah, it's delicious. Yeah. Well, that's really good to know. I didn't I didn't know that we still had corn. A lot of my friends have been texting me pictures of their harvests from their garden. So it's oh, that time, you know, yeah. all the squash, all the zucchini um, and beans, too. I'm seeing a lot of, of, of beans that people are fixing to dry. You know, that yeah, yeah. Shell beans. So, yeah, yeah, for sure. And apples, apples, apples. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So <laughs> yeah. many fabulous apples. That's my uh, that's my thing later today. I got I need to make a huge pot of applesauce because. I'm out in the freezer. We've eaten it yeah. all just in time for apple season. So that's really uncharacteristically good timing on our Yeah, part. yeah, that's really, that's, do you, do you peel your apples when you make it? I do. I do. Okay. And because I'm using, um, it depends on the apples. If, if I've got a whole yeah. bunch of little Liberty apples with the red, pretty red skins, I might, uh, it makes pretty applesauce, but yeah, um, it really does. It's like hot pink. It's shocking and beautiful. Yeah, it is. It's lovely. It's, fingernail polish pink uh, yeah. <laughs> but, but I'm using Gravensteins uh, today and they're mostly green and so yeah. I'm gonna peel them uh, okay. but I wonder when you make applesauce to 
like I just make it and freeze it. And yeah, that's uh, what I do. I think the flavor is better frozen than canned. I do too. I like it better. Yeah, yeah. and I, I I'm also through canning. I am so through yeah. canning, but um, I wonder if you <laughs> well, d- and you can't get jars or lids. No, I know so, that's true. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Well. I, I just make applesauce. I don't put anything in it. No cinnamon, no sugar, no well, nothing. Well, you don't know you don't know what you're gonna exactly. use it for. Exactly. Yeah. Well, um, when I do it, I cut apples the way you taught me the restaurant way, where rather than working a lot to wheedle the core out of there, you just put the apple sitting up on the board, and you go chop, 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 and you make a square core, and that's really good. And I don't peel them. And what I do is I I put them in a big pot with water just enough to cover the apples, boil them till they're soft. And then I run them through a food mill. And for me, it goes just so much faster than, um, than peeling them. And I've learned with a food mill, if you crank it forwards, five, you know, cranks and then backwards, five cranks, you can just, uh, empty it a lot less, like, like keep working it a lot longer before you have to empty it. Yeah. Um, it's just that forward and backwards motion seems to really work. Yeah. But, um, I had a food scientist tell me not to boil the whole apple, like to core it, because the seeds make the applesauce bitter. Oh. But I've never tried to see if that's true. And I know there's something like arsenic in them, too. Oh, but, well, um, then there's that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Arsenic's bad. <laughs> but, uh, you, you know, I've thought about it before, uh, just doing the whole apple, but my my inclination is that if it's uh, if those little seeds get steamed, they would be soft and they would just go right through the the food mill. I don't know. Uh, I don't want them. Well, I do not the want food, them. <laughs> yeah. Well, in the food mill, you know, it, it keeps, it gets out blackberry seeds. So I would think that it wouldn't, oh. I, I would think it would take them out. So. Oh, it gets out blackberry seeds. That's really good to know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I want to, uh, we're almost halfway through the program and I know it's a food uh, home cooking show. I know that most of the time we know that, although our focus shifts usually <laughs> at some point during the show, we go completely off script, but uh, that implies we have a script. Uh, yeah. But I don't want to, I don't want to talk about f- food to the exclusion of talking about pledge drive. Yeah. And I know that we have somebody else to thank. Do we not? Yeah, Patricia and Gerhardt, and then Jennifer and Bob and Kath Lamott. Wow. Um, they also are luminaries. That's what we're calling the people who um, pledge ahead of Pledge Drive. And it's just such a wonderful thing because it takes some of the pressure off of us. You know, we don't feel so desperate. And then Pledge Drive is just a, a week this year on the radio. Yeah. Um, so it's the September 20th through the 26th. That's all. And a lot of that is due to these people like Patricia from Gerhardt and Jennifer and Bob from Kath Lamott who have um, pledged ahead of time. Thank you very much, all three of you, very much. Um, it, it really helps us a lot. You know, um, we, we've been pretty much closed at KMUN through the whole pandemic. You know, there's a little bit of live programming going on, but nothing like it used to be. We don't have the crush, the party that we have at Pledge Drive there. There's just not a lot of people. We want to keep our, our paid staff safe. Um, the, the couple of volunteers that are helping out too safe. Um, we just don't want anybody to get sick. And so they, they've had time to really do a, a lot of things at the station. And, and I just want to take a minute just to talk a little bit about that because you're pledging money 
And it's not going to, you know, muffins for us to eat while we talk on the air. <laughs> More's the um, pity. <laughs> I know. Um, <laughs> I know. Gra- Graham is our, our station manager, and he's just really done a lot since um, since he's come on a few years ago. Um, uh, he's he's done a tremendous amount with with like upgrades to our technology, and that's kind of his forte, you know. And and it's just really really changed the sound quality. Um, um, there's so many things that he did to, um, with automation to make it so that we could pre-record our shows. I mean, if he hadn't done those things, um, he and Nevada built this whole, um, automation system from scratch. We would have just gone, you know, pretty much dark once COVID hit. (laughs) It was just so cool, you know, that he's done that. There's so many things that they've streamlined and, um, upgraded. Um, it's just, it's really really um wonderful what what um they've done for for the station um and, and that's where a lot of the money goes that's new right. equipment and and um that's where probably 80 percent of the money goes is is to um actually physically keep the radio station together and that includes <laughs> that includes uh, a whole lot of um over the years, it, we live in a very old house at, the, yeah, at yeah. KMUN. The station is in a very old house, yes. Yes. So uh, if we were 100 years old, we'd need some maintenance too. And uh, <laughs> yeah. and so having the time when nobody was in the station to turn that into something really positive by taking care of any maintenance or improvements yeah. that needed to be happening that you, you can't be hammering and sawing when there is somebody in the air yeah. room trying yeah. to make a radio yeah. programs. So, <laughs> yeah. so we, uh, we are lucky that, um, staff took the opportunity, um, found, uh, found a silver lining in this whole, yeah. uh, situation. Yeah. And it's just really, it's really been impressive with just how much cleaner and, and, um, um, just, just like streamlined things are and just how much more modern it's, you know, you can push a button and do this. What? <laughs> I mean, it's really, really cool. It's just um, an amazing thing. And, and your donations have made this possible. Um, we're still, we're very small. You know, what do we have like a watt and a half? <laughs> oh, I don't know. I think we may have upgraded to two full watts by now. I'm not sure. <laughs> oh, that's, I can't do the math. What is that? Like 1.67 per no, uh, yeah. listeners per what? No, that's not right. I can't do the math. I'm not no. even going to try. No, let's not do the math. And we're, and we're <laughs> no. starting with a totally fa- faulty premise, so <laughs> yeah, there's yeah. no point in doing the math. However, <laughs> yeah. we do know for a fact that uh, you are your donation is responsible for the health of this radio station. And so if, like uh, me personally, if KMUN... Um, reminds you when you turn on the radio that you belong to something worthy and wonderful and and if it is your preferred delivery system for joy you should uh, take an opportunity to donate to the health of something you love and you can do that by going to kmun.org and uh, clicking on the method of your choice for making your donation Um, or if you would rather send a check you could do that P.O. Box 269, Astoria, Oregon, 97103. That's P.O. Box 269. And then um, just if all else fails, call the station, 503-325-0010 uh, uh, weekdays during business hours. Thank but, you so um, much. 
whatever you choose to do. Yes, thank you. Um, we really appreciate it. Um, we use it well, and um, we are proud to have you as listeners. I want to say thank you to Sue and Hervin from Astoria for their pre-pledge drive, uh, their luminaries also. They they uh, donated in support of the station ahead of pledge drive, which makes it possible for us to meet our goal in a shorter amount of time, which is great. I mean, often yeah. we have to have a 10-day pledge drive, but when people step up ahead of time um, and take a chunk out of that goal that we need to meet, then we can cut the on-air pledge drive short. And so thank you so much, Sue and Hervin, for helping us do that. And um, we are, uh, well, this is the first day of drive. So we have a full week of drive. We're going to be going through mm-hmm. Sunday, the 20, what is it? The 26th or something like 26, that. 26th, yeah. Yeah. Yep. Um, so you have plenty of opportunity, but uh, I think that now is always like the um, most appropriate time to make your pledge. Grab the radio station by the horns. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. I want to, I want to. I want to tell Sue and Herbin, our luminaries, about something I learned about food this week. What? So um, the New Yorker, once a year, they put out their food issue. I love it. You know, I read it cover to cover. And um, on one page, there was this giant photograph that was very alarming. They had this big, long essay on bugs as a source of protein. And that's always something that comes up. And I'm sorry, I just don't want to eat crickets. I don't want to. (laughs) But um, it was some kind of big grasshopper-looking critter that was baked into like a kind of a Madeline Doe looking little oh, uh, part. It's and the so four it and like, 20 blackbirds. Exactly. <laughs> it's coming out like, you know, a dancer would come out of a cake oh. and then it's grasping onto this fresh raspberry. Oh my oh. God. The thing was just horrifying. Anyway, because <laughs> I always read the New Yorker food issue from cover to cover, I'm like, ah, suffering through this article on bugs. And the things that they're talking about, like, oh, this one, you have to be sure to remove the antenna and the legs because they're, you know, like, like fish bones, they stick in your throat. Well, do you want to make enough? uh, I mean, do you want to pull the legs and antenna off enough bugs to make an entree? Good Lord. I mean, I just don't have that long to live, you know, and like some things you have to remove their fangs. How am I going to remove the fangs of a bug, you know, a spider? I don't want to. But um, what I learned, and they put this at the end of the article, so I had to read the whole thing is that if you are allergic to crustaceans, if you're allergic to shellfish, you shouldn't eat bugs because anatomically they're too similar. (gasps) You're off the hook. Isn't that the best news? I mean, I was literally out of my chair dancing. I mean, I am just like, oh, I don't have to. If there's Armageddon, I have an excuse. It's a whole new, you know, it's a whole nother category of recipes and (laughs) cookbooks. I bet you don't have any bug cookbooks in your massive collection of cookbooks. No. No. Well, I, I... I got to say, I know that there are cultures everywhere that love and use bugs. And I know that they're a great, potentially a great source of protein. But I got to say that you, I think you have to be born to it. I don't yeah, know yeah, that oh, it's necessarily sure. something that I, I would try it. And I have eaten uh, uh, grasshoppers before, but um, mm-hmm. I I just don't think I'm, you know, like going to go no. uh, buy them in the pro, in the <laughs> The no, section no, I, I don't want my grub to be grub. I don't. 
No. <laughs> okay, well, there. We've taken care of that. We're not yeah. uh, we're not proponents, you know. If you have your favorite uh, insect recipe, you're welcome to share it with us at uh, we have a Food Talk has a email, you know. Oh my gosh, I don't remember it to you. <laughs> yeah. It's food talk K M U N at Outlook dot com. Okay. Food yeah, talk okay. food Thank talk K M U N at Outlook com. So if you would like to submit a bug recipe or make Ew. a comment or you have a question or you want to tell us that you uh, donated in support of uh, KMUN so that we can say thank you next time we're on, a- any of those communication things, uh, go to uh, foodtalkkmun at outlook.com and uh, get at us. I would be most interested in imaginary names of bug recipes. <laughs> oh, maybe we should have another contest. We had a contest, a haiku contest. Maybe we should yeah. have a bug, uh, bug recipe, recipe title. Contest. That's a good idea. Yeah, send us your send us your bug recipe con- uh, uh, recipe title ideas. <laughs> that would be great. We'll share. we promise to share oh my gosh oh my gosh well um i'm wondering about um it's today where i am it's very cool and cloudy and drizzly and it makes you know it makes my brain reset immediately to fall and think maybe oh should i be making pot roast immediately i'm immediately like what that's so funny you said that because i took a pork tenderloin out of the freezer just to roast for dinner because i mean and that's a very fall thing you know that's what we're having yeah how are you doing yours Uh, that's what we're having and that's one of the reasons i'm making a big pot of applesauce oh that's so funny i'm gonna do mine kind of asian style i'm gonna put some teriyaki on it and um get it hot so that the teriyaki kind of gets sticky too. Yeah. And then um, I've got some broccoli that I'm going to stir fry with some uh, black bean paste and then uh, just make some uh, rice. Yeah, that sounds fabulous. That's my plan at least. All right. Well, I have a bunch of potatoes I need to use up, and so we're going to have mashed potatoes. And um, uh, I like to have a little horseradish in a warm applesauce with pork um, loin. So that's a really good idea. It's delicious. So we'll have that and uh, whatever green veggie I have going on in the refrigerator, which I I just need to take a look. <laughs> oh, we have corn. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like having corn and potatoes. <laughs> it's a, like a Hawaiian plate lunch. Let's have yeah. spaghetti and rice. Oh. Maybe we can have some sweet potatoes with marshmallows too. Ooh. <laughs> no, no, I'm kidding. I, no. I, no, no, too no. much. No, no, no. Brown sugar and marshmallows is, is yeah, the last yeah. time I had one of those was like, oh, really? Okay. I'd rather have a hot punch Sunday yeah. <laughs> if I'm going to have like a big bowl of sugar. Yeah. Uh, but you know what? The other thing is that there ain't no accountants. So just because you and I don't like marshmallows on our sweet potatoes doesn't mean that it isn't a beloved dish. Oh, yeah. Um, Please don't write letters. <laughs> we're not I, we are not casting aspersions on your no. taste we're just saying no thank you so much when they get passed to us at table yeah. we'll yeah. just pass them on to the you know we're passing to the right yeah. <laughs> hey how long have you been with KMUN I came in 1993 
Wow, an entire millennium. Year. I know. It's well, wow. uh, we were just talking that uh, KMUN is 38 years old. And yeah. um, I think I've been there for 20 something of those. I don't 28. know. 28. Did I do that right? I don't know. I completely failed the last math test on this show, but <laughs> yeah, I got 28 years. That's really something. That's, I mean, that's great. I only, I mean, this, um, you have a lot of shows. Your Tuesday night show, is it 1030? Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, one of my favorite shows on Camion. It's just music and it's beautiful. And you're up late working. You know what? We're running out of time and I want to make sure that we uh, urge people one more time to pledge support. Uh, We will be back with Food Talk in a couple of weeks and we'll talk about food. But today it's really (laughs) important that you go to KMUN.org and pledge your support. Yeah. Linda Perkins, thank you so much. I always remember, uh, look forward to this. Thanks. Thank you. And remember, membership is cool. <laughs> it's so cool. <laughs> Members are so cool. <laughs> Donate now, would you? Thank you. Have a banana, Hannah. Try the salami, Tommy. Give it the gravy, Davy. Everybody eats when they come to my house. Try a tomato plate too.